It's radio theater for your soul. It's radio theater for your soul. With storytellers gather around the mic. Come on, let's go. Live readings, traditional, contemporary, original, scripted plays, film, and poetry. With storytellers gather around the mic to be with your host, Miss Shanice C.L. Coleman, a.k.a. Courageous Love, always just a cut above. Yeah. Your soul audience, thank you so much for tuning in and welcome to my season eight, the summer series of my radio show. It's 2022. My name is Shawnee C.L. Coleman, also known as Courageous Love, and I am your host who will be gathering with the storytellers around the mic weekly. Storytelling is a gift. It is meant to be shared. And our mission is to continue to provide a global stage for storytellers of all genres of storytelling. Even from the subways of New York City, you're listening to Radio Theater for Your Soul. So, does anyone want to know what Radio Theater for Your Soul is really all about? Yeah! Yeah. Tell me about it. Break it down. Well, I'll tell you, in a nutshell, it is all about storytelling and storytellers featuring unique voices, the written and or unwritten words during this broadcast, podcast, episode, show, whatever you prefer to call it. I call it Internet Radio, our global stage, our gathering place around the mic that virtually replaces the baobab tree where all kinds of stories continue to be shared. So please stay tuned. You're listening to Radio Theater for Your Soul, where storytellers gather around the mic. Gathering around the mic to share their voice, to share another great story, is our featured storyteller. Enjoy. Welcome to Hollywood.Philly on the mic. I'm Philip E. Walker. Now, if that sounds like an actor slate, it's because I am employed as a full-time Hollywood talent. Philip E. Walker. 
but that's too long to say. So my nickname or my stage name is Phil E. P-H-I-L capital E. I can be contacted at on social media and things of that nature at linktree slash Hollywood dot Phil E. That's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Hollywood dot Phil E. My voicemail is one two one three nine zero zero four eight seven five. Again, the voicemail is area code two one three nine hundred four eight seven five. But the way I love to be communicated to, and you will find that I respond very quickly if you email me at Walker Entertainer Academy at gmail.com. That's W A L K E R Entertainer, not Entertainment, E N T E R T A I N E R Academy, A C A D E M Y at gmail.com. Walker Entertainer Academy at gmail.com, so I surely hope that I'll hear from you. Before we begin tonight's uh, delving into my story, let me share just a little bit of biographical information with you. Uh, here's a bit of fact that you might, be, uh, you might find interesting. Since graduating college in 1972, I have not had a job outside of the entertainment field. Now, I define the entertainment field quite broadly, but I have never had a job outside the entertainment field since graduating college because I never applied for a job outside of the entertainment field. You know, this day job thing, it, it never made any sense to me. Uh, if you wanted to become a doctor and you were going to medical school, but you knew good and well that most people that go to medical school never become doctors, uh, so you might want to have a backup field of study so that if you didn't make it to be a doctor, you could do that other field. Well, <laughs> if you took that kind of approach in the medical profession, you would be punched out of medical school in your very first year because you're showing that you are not committed to the profession. The same is true for law. The same is true for many important professions. And surely, the performer in our society is a very important profession. So that's why I've never had a job outside of entertainment and probably never will have one. Here's another interesting fact. Since moving to Southern California in 2014, I have never received an employment paycheck for anything other than performing. People won't pay me to do anything other than perform. I ain't mad at them. <laughs> the result is 1,168 California gigs or worldwide on-screen appearances in my first 
six Southern California years. I haven't added up 2021 or 2022. I just haven't gotten to it yet. I'll get it done. So there are many categories in which all of these performances have taken place, but the the largest of the categories is the music video. Now, when I came to town, they told me, music video, yeah, that's the bottom of the barrel, right? I didn't find that to be true at all. Since coming to Southern California, I have performed in 97 music videos. My son says, my dad has played with everybody from Uptown Funk to Kendrick Lamar's Eye to, it goes on and on and on and on and on. Probably the most uh, popular of my 97 music videos is Justin Tim is the official music video for Justin Timberlake's Oscar nominated song Can't Stop the Feeling. So on Instagram what JT does is he does a little meme of some of my moves in the music video and uh, publishes it on Instagram with the phrase it's Monday do the fill up. So so I got a dance named after me. Uh, That's the kind of notoriety I've been able to develop out of uh, the music video. I have one coming out any minute here that might be big enough to uh, eclipse what happened with the JT music video. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. Can't tell you who it is. It's a a big one, though. Uh, So uh, getting all this work when I came to town allowed me to develop a workshop to help others become full-time entry-level talent. The workshop is called Hollywood Actor Jobs. You can get information about it at HollywoodActorJobs.com. HollywoodActorJobs.com. And we need your help. This workshop is is, uh, being structured in two primary sections. The first section is questions questions about how to become a full-time Hollywood talent within three days of one's arrival in Southern California, and then answers about how to become entry-level talent full-time in Southern California. So we need some questions from you. I need for you to reach out to me, email me, please, and uh, let me know that you would be interested in uh, making a, a short self-tape under 30 seconds that uh, asks a question about some of the techniques that I uh, employed to become a full-time entry-level talent. And uh, we will take your questions and create the first half of the workshop and then the second half of the workshop, I will answer all of those questions as to how one can uh, get that much work. So, all right, that's a little bit of background information about me. Let me share with you the format or the outline or where we're going to go in this uh, depiction of my story. We are at Radio Theater for Your Soul, I'm a storyteller sitting around the mic. We'll work in four different areas tonight. One will be the 2022 Black History Month short documentary soundtrack that uh, I have developed. I'm going to just 
let you guys hear the soundtrack, which tells the whole story of how I became a uh, artist activist. And then we'll share some information about short film marketing. I have a very unique approach to short films that you might find rather interesting. Third, we'll talk about my full-time Hollywood talent career. It's a bit unique as well, and so you may enjoy that. And our fourth area that we will cover is the upcoming October events that I will be having available for you to take part of, part in. So those are the four areas that we will cover. Let's hit on the first one. 2022 Black History Month, a Philip E. Walker video memoir. In September, this short, I'm hoping, we're still in negotiations. In September, this short will have its world premiere as Academy Award nominated qualifying run. You can do that too with your film. So contact me and uh, I'll let you know how you can pull that off for your short or even your feature as well. Well, when I decided to make this video memoir, you, and you have the same experience. I'm 72 years old, so you can, when you get some years on you, you're going to start thinking about, oh, I need to really write down my memoirs. I don't have a lot of time left, and I haven't had all this life. I need to write it down, you know. Everybody has that, that kind of feeling as they come to the end of their uh, time on the planet. And I had that same feeling, too. The problem is, I have already written two books and that's a lot of work. Writing a book is a lot of dark work. So I'm like, oh, God, I got to do all that work again for my memoir. And then I went, hold it just a minute. I could do it in a short film. And so I did. And it ended up being a lot of work, but a lot less work than writing a book. And so this film is called 2022 Black History Month a Philip E. Walker video memoir. It's about 11 minutes long, and I'll just let you listen to the soundtrack for the film. I'm Philip E. Walker. Direct from coronavirus lockdown, the African-American drama company delivers this video memoir of how I arrived at Black History Month 2022. Birthed by the new Juneteenth national holiday celebrations focus, my still-burning artist-activist fire was fueled by the 1865 freeing from slavery of my great-great-grandfather, Alan Brown, then was stoked by Dr. Carter G. Woodson's 1926 celebration creation. <laughs> kind of identify the accomplishments of African Americans. And so we figured, all right, here's what we'll do. We'll, we'll select a time right in between the two holidays of, Fe of February, the great emancipator, uh, Abraham Lincoln, and the father of our country, George Washington. And so he made a Negro History Week, that week that is in between those two birthdays, right? Uh, and then nobody heard about it. That was just a Carter G and a couple of his friends sitting around saying, okay, we're celebrating this. No one heard about it. Um, 
But for some strange reason, many years after they had announced this, this Negro History Week, they got together again in Chicago, where they had originally uh, uh, identified the, the week, and turned it into a month. Now, this makes no sense at all. The week wasn't working. <laughs> what made them think a month was going to work? I don't know. But as we know, the month actually absolutely did work. And, and today we find that many Americans know that February is Black History Month. Extended family assisted in my early mentors' activism shaping, with most important mentors being family patriarch Wellman Jack Walker, matriarch Mary Ann Refford Walker R.N. Family thanks a world community that encouraged and supported the deeds of the greatest mother ever. Plus my greatest mentor, big brother Wellman Rusty Walker Jr. M.B.A. His wife tells us that he hadn't been talking. He talked for 45 minutes. <laughs> am I right? Am I right? And he told the story of Camp Chief of the Fire. Throughout my entire life, immediate family tended my activist flame, which I hope to pass on to and through my only grandchild, Aaliyah Janae Walker. Community and mentorship included drama teacher Mr. Byrne igniting my artist activist fire with a 1968 morning after Martin King's assassination speech assignment. On that morning, I'm looking out uh, more than a thousand students and teachers and, and such, and I start delivering the I Have a Dream speech. And so I'm watching myself and I'm watching the audience while I'm delivering this speech and I'm noticing that this exceedingly intense, strong, uh, is burning up outside. Uh, the whole city is burning down, south side of Chicago. As the speech goes, you could feel people getting less tense. Now, it didn't solve everything. Don't, don't, don't let me uh, say that. But what I did notice is that it had an effect on people. And that's when I found out how important and how powerful storytelling and performance is. Doctors Dennis Zaychek and Everard Dahonacourt, Dan Chumley, and even employer mentors in no place more than Lincoln University of Missouri, where I met my lifelong partner, Dr. Ethel Louise Pitts Walker. I think the exhibit shows the times that I have been willing to speak on issues that have to do with the university or the community or people I know or students who are involved in activities that are trying to change the world and trying to do something for the better of other people. And I think that's what the activism is about. I'm here with Philip Walker. Philip, thank you for making the time. Thank you for having me, Marcus. Uh, that's how I responded. I used my art to attempt to do whatever I could to help things get better. The African American Drama Company has performed as its primary and almost singular work plays on the history of black America.
Using holidays as a booster, my strongest activism tool became the African-American Drama Company with its flagship production, Can I Speak For You Brother? Philip Walker is a playwright and an actor who uses drama to convey a social message. ADC Sojourner Truth One Woman Show. Our next story is about Martin Luther King, sort of. It's really about a black artist who has made a tradition of coming to New Hampshire to talk about King and being black in America. This is a story about Philip Walker and one man's dream. He's not a lobbyist, but it doesn't mean Philip Walker doesn't spend time in New Hampshire pushing for a Martin Luther King holiday. He says once children push their parents enough, adults and the legislature will get the message. Walker comes to New Hampshire via the New Hampshire State Council on the Arts. A unique festival to the Piedmont gives up for its second night. Actors, authors, and artists are on hand for the National Black Theater's presentation in Winston-Salem. More than 20 theatrical productions like Can I Speak for Your Brother will run through Saturday. Guest stars Maya Angelou, Lou Gossett Jr., and Esther Rolls spoke on the future of black theater and the duties of upcoming generations to it. I have told the children, and I tell them every day, this is my last round of plowing. I expect you to pick up the gauntlet and plant. Because the third generation must come here reaping. Life is a constant audition. Well, surely life is that way for everyone. Uh, the layoffs that just happened in this town is an indication of how that is. And in acting, it's even worse. Well, in black acting, it's worse than worse. Debuting a traveling new millennium MLK lecture. Saint Martin, your name will never, never be forgotten. From Louis G. Tucker's Can I Sing for You, Brother? Sometimes I feel, feel like I am almost gone, way up in the heavenly National tours of Ed Bullins' High John DeConquer of the musical, plus Sisters Can I Speak for You national tours, Travis D. Walker's Love Machine lip sync workshop production at Third Baptist Church. <laughs> later spawned the third theater troupe. We help each other by working together. Playing the likes of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. They try to guess but can't figure out why. I like to sing and act and do a little bitty. That's the way I do with my creative city. Come on! I also used my art to assist and celebrate America's first black president, Barack Obama. Then my lifelong goal of becoming a full-time actor began to percolate until a move to Southern California produced so many gigs that I created a full-time talent employment workbook and online interactive workshop.
Just imagine my most popular gig to date being Justin Timberlake's Can't Stop the Feeling official music video before I got back to activism. This is gettingpaid.us. This is my directorial debut. It was motivated by having worked extensively in, uh, as an actor in the uh, industry in the last five years. I've spent more than a decade trying to get acting work. I mean, you know how hard it can be. And I came to LA and it just exploded. I've done 900 different productions in five years. It just exploded. But sometimes the treatment of the actor wasn't always the most supportive, <laughs> let us say. And sometimes it was outright illegal. And uh, this particular doc documentary explores some of the illegal mistreatment that uh, Hollywood actors face. I hope you can see herein what passion can accomplish even with meager resources. And that your activist passion can be boosted through the Juneteenth national holiday. So I've planted yet another seed for video content creators. Applying at Juneteenth.rocks, the best Juneteenth short film or video will receive an award-winning world tour, worldwide distribution, and its creator will win a free trip to Hollywood. If I spoke for you, brother, made our history known, then the future is yours. So emerge from the homes of our brothers that live and are yet to be born. Yes, please speak now for me. Coming Juneteenth leader, be known. So here's the bad news about the Juneteenth.rocks short film competition. There was not one film submitted that met the qualifications for the competition. Not one. What a failure. <laughs> what a horrible failure. That's the bad news. Here's the good news. Talking about making lemonade out of lemons. On discovering that I wasn't going to get any film submitted to this, what I thought was a wonderful opportunity, I flipped the script and decided that what I would do is do myself, make my make a documentary myself about Juneteenth celebrations here in the Inland Empire. So I reached out to six celebrations and told them that I would like to come and film some part of their event. So now I'm becoming a real filmmaker, right? <laughs> I bought a camera and went out there and did it for the Juneteenth weekend in the Inland Empire. I filmed six events and man, did I get some footage. I mean, it just came out so wonderful and I'm almost finished. I've edited it and uh, done all of the, the work. I've got one last thing that needs to be done. And that is I need to get approval for the sound. You see, one of the six events had as its, it, it, it was called the Juneteenth Music Festival, and uh, 
Lakeside played on the Juneteenth Day itself there at that festival. Y'all remember Lakeside, fantastic voyage. So, um, so I was there and I recorded it and it was wonderful. I mean, their event was just a, a, a jazzy thing, right? And I talked to the leader of the band and the writer of Fantastic Voyage, Mark, Captain Mark, Adam Wood Jr., and told him that what I was doing and that I was considering using his performance as the uh, the soundtrack for the film and blah, blah, blah. And he showed some real interest in that as a possibility. He gave me a phone number. And I can't get any response out of this phone number. I can't. I can't get anything at all. I text, I call, and nothing's happening. I do all this research trying to find Mark. I cannot find a way to contact him for anything in the world. I've Instagrammed him and uh, on and on and on and on. So I need help. If anyone knows how to contact Captain Mark Adam Woods Jr., Please email me and let me know. I think he will be very excited when he sees what we have done with this film. So that's what happened. That's what's happening so far with Juneteenth dot rocks. So, okay, let's start talking about the marketing of not just Juneteenth dot rocks, but short film marketing in general. Here's my concept. I believe that the short film is going going to become the most popular type of movie in the world. When I first came to Southern California and discovered the short film, I was like, wait a minute. Are you saying that we can tell a whole story in 15 minutes? In, In three minutes? In five minutes? Really? You know what that means. That means that I could be the star of the film. I could go in and shoot for one day, two days at the most, do my whole darn job, leave set, go on to some other job, and soon after that will be released a film that tells a whole story. Oh, yeah, I like this short film thing. (laughs) I believe that it's going to become the most popular type of movie because it's short. Everybody wants everything to happen real fast these days all around the world and the short film is a perfect fit for our times. Here's the problem. Short films don't get any advertisement and without advertisement it is impossible for anything to become popular. Even the Marvel blockbuster films would not be popular if Disney didn't do those unbelievably strong marketing programs for it. So that's what we need. We need to find ways to market short films. I have discovered one person that gets it that already knows how to build an audience and uh, for the short film. Alex Magana gets millions of views 
for his short films. He's done a lot of them and all of them get millions of views on YouTube. I shot one with him recently that just came out last week. <laughs> Hands. It's a three-minute horror film. It's got hundreds of thousands of views already. It's only been out for a week. This is a man that understands what I've always believed was true, and now I've found somebody who, who has proven that it's true. The short film can be very popular with the right advertisement. So go on to YouTube and check out the new film um, and see if you can figure out which hands are mine in the film. It's kind of easy when you see it. Um, you can get to hands and many of Alex's films on his YouTube channel. That's youtube.user, I'm sorry, that's youtube.com slash user slash A-C-M official. I messed that one up, so let me do it again. youtube.com slash user slash capital A capital C, capital M, official. So check out Alex's work and see how popular short films can be. Well, one of the areas of short film marketing that I have been extremely successful in is through gaining recognition for films through the film awards events organizations. Now, you know that film festivals, and it's a lot of them, film festivals are basically fleecing short filmmakers for thousands of dollars from each of them. They are submitting to these festivals, paying fees of $35, $40, $50 and more each submission, they're spending thousands of dollars submitting to these festivals and their return is 2%, 1%. That's fleecing. They're using these submissions to finance the festival rather than getting an audience for the festival or getting donations for the festival. The festivals are being financed on the backs of the poor, hard-working day job filmmakers. Especially the short films. Especially, especially. But even the feature films are not getting selected. I had a fabulous feature film come out this year. Moon Garden. Moon Garden is a monster. Moon Garden is a big old film. I mean, this thing is, oh man, it's unbelievable. And uh, when I saw it at its premiere, I was like, oh, oh, look at this work. When they see this, the big festivals are going to be going, oh yeah, yeah, sure, we'll select this one, right? Not. Didn't happen. Got one 
pretty important festival, but all of the rest of the festivals that Moon Garden has gotten from this date and probably in the future are film festivals that you never heard of. And even when it does get selected for a festival that's, you know, maybe C tier, maybe lower B tier, they want to put it online. Well, Moon Garden is too big a film to be going online. So what's going on? How could that possibly happen? It happens because these festivals are getting an unbelievable number of submissions. Unbelievable. A film festival that you have never heard of getting 3,000 submissions? And festivals that you have heard of are getting 5,000, 6,000. And the big ones that many, many people have heard of are getting 20,000, 15,000, 25,000 short film submissions. Whoa, they're presenting about 100 short films. So you run those numbers. (laughs) And you realize that they can't even look at all these films. So they just default in rejection. They don't give you your money back. And so they use these submissions to finance the film festival. We have found an alternative, a way to get your film recognition without having to spend unbelievable amounts of money and pile up a bunch of of rejections just to get a few selections. We have discovered a platform that is populated with film festivals that default not at rejection, but they default at selection and even awarding of the submission. This has allowed us during the pandemic to secure more than 500 awards for the some 20 short films that we've been marketing during the pandemic and get interviews with them and reviews of their films. Now, you know how hard it is for a short film to get a review and uh, getting an interview for the filmmaker. Forget it. Uh, so, so we flipped the script. We've discovered a way to get recognition for these hard, hard working filmmakers. Now, of course, these are new and, and, uh, and, and uh, not well-known film awards events. And so, you don't get an award from Sundance. No, no, you don't. But you do get some recognition. And it looks really quite good. And it's highly professional. Um, I had a, just this week, I had a filmmaker from New York contact me. And uh, they were interested in getting their film in the big festivals. That's literally the word that they use, the big festival. They were talking about the Sundances, the Tribeca, the the Cannes, that kind of level, right? And 
I explained to them that, oh, it's a numbers game, and uh, that's probably not going to happen. No matter what the quality of your film is, your film is surely not the quality of Moon Garden. It couldn't happen for them. Um, but I do have a program that can get recognition for your film, and you don't have to spend thousands and thousands of dollars to get this kind of recognition. Of course, they were not interested whatsoever. If I couldn't get help to get them and con, then they weren't interested. And basically what they're going to end up doing is spending a bunch of money, making a bunch of submissions, and getting a bunch of rejections. And all the workers in that film are going to not be seen because the marketing program is just a failure. So we've got that answer. We've got something where many, many filmmakers can get recognition for their work and awarded and so on and so forth, selected. And uh, so you can check it out. This service is available to you at walkerentertaineracademy.com. You can check it all out. We're looking forward to marketing your film through Walker entertaineracademy.com Here are some other programs that we have uh, developed uh, for the short film industry. We do a little thing called Film Poster Quote. This one is very simple. I review the film privately and then I Give the film a one or sometimes it's even two word review that is designed in a way that it can easily be affixed to your poster. And so that program is available for any independent film. All they have to do is register at filmposterquote.com. Filmposterquote.com and you can have a quote affixed to your poster, a positive a quote. I never give any negative reviews. We also are doing something new this year to kick off our uh, annual Indigenous Film Retreats. On the day before the retreats begin, we will be screening here in Southern California at Rancho Cucamonga, the World Film Fair Films for 2022. So that'll be available. Films from all over the world will be screening on October 7th, 2022, right here in Rancho Cucamonga. You can get more information about World Film Fair at worldfilmfair.com. But our biggest service to the field, and I believe our most important service in, to the field, is our Indigenous Film Retreats. More information at IndigenousFilmRetreats.com. This is a three-day gathering where we bring in marketing specialists from all over the industry and we screen for those marketing specialists and the public too. Four films each day of a three-day event. And um, those marketers talk to the filmmaker, 
all of this is live and in person, those marketers talk to the filmmaker about ideas that might make their film more popular. So this is Indigenous Film Retreats. Um, there are three days. One of the days is the Inland Empire Film Festival, InlandEmpireFilmFestival.com. And there we screen and discuss the marketing of regional films, Southern California filmmakers and their films. We also do on the holiday itself an international gathering where four films are screened and their marketing is discussed at Indigenous Film Fest. And we kick off this three-day of Indigenous Peoples Weekend celebration with BlackMovieFest.com. Now that's a no-brainer. That would be black films and black filmmakers. And I can tell you that I am excited that Shanice, our host, has agreed to come to BlackFilmFest.com this year and record the conversation, the marketing conversation that ensues for that hour in which the filmmakers are showing their film and the special guests are judging those films and giving input for the marketing. So thank you so much, Shanice, for agreeing to come and record the discussion that ensues therein uh, so that on October 8th, 2022, on that particular Saturday, um, we will have the story on the mic be the filmmakers and marketers at blackmoviefest.com. Another service to the film feel, to the field of short films marketing is the Inland Empire Films Streaming Film Channel.com. We are striving to make the most artist-friendly streaming film channel in the world. Short film streaming channel. Um, it's in its first year, and during the first year, the only films that have come on to the platform are Philip E. Walker acting retrospective series films. Those are films that are uh, in the catalog that I have performed in. I've performed in 65 short films. Not 97 like the music videos, but 65 short films is a lot of short films. And uh, some of them have been put on the channel and, uh, and, and are marketed so now what happens is when somebody asks me, oh, Phil, where, where can I see your film? Uh, no longer do I have to say, well, you have to wait until the film festival brings it to you. They can come on the channel and check it out. In subsequent years, we're about coming to the end of the first year of the channel. It'll end at about the, uh, the October activities time. And then in the second year and subsequent years, we'll bring on new films. 
one film every month, not a whole bunch of films that nobody can figure out how to uh, how to even find your particular film. No, we add on one film every month, and each month we market that film. We push that film hard, 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 so that uh, hopefully we can uh, identify an audience for it. So that's another service that we have for the short film community. Inland Empire Films can be seen at streamingfilmchannel.com. And a new service that I'm really excited about this, uh, we're adding this year. We're adding an annual 48-hour film project to our offerings. Now, if you're not familiar with the 48-hour film project, you need to ask somebody. <laughs> no, no, you ain't got to ask somebody. Um, Google it. 48-hour film project or go directly to it 48hourfilmproject.com and I'll tell you some more about our participation in that worldwide program in just a bit. Okay now a little bit of information about my performance being my day job. Like I told you I've only been paid for performing since the fall of 2014. I came to town and my first audition got an indie film in Oregon, went up to Oregon to shoot this film for a week while I was there. Everybody's texting me and calling me and stuff. We want you to audition. It did just explode. Stuff just exploded. And so... I ended up learning how to be a full-time entry-level talent through self-submitting. I didn't get no agent. Uh, that's pretty hard to do. But I sat on castingnetworks.com and in my first year, Central Casting, and just submitted, submitted, submitted 100 submissions every Day, seven days a week, which produced at least one job every day. Uh, I discovered that very few other people were doing, taking the particular approach that I took, and so I wrote a book about it and uh, basically tell anybody how to become full-time Hollywood talent within three days of their arrival. The workshop that I talked to you about is based on this book. This book is called Entry Level Acting LA. The name of it is Entry Level Acting in LA and the address where you can order it uh, and download it rather is entrylevelacting.la. So you're doing all this work, you get typecast. There's something very important about that phrase that we should be, we performers should be giving attention to. Not the type part, but the casting part. That means if you're type being typecast, that means you're being cast. Uh, I think it's connected to branding. We'll go into that some other time. So I have been typecast as a dancer. 
<laughs> of all the darn things, a dancer. Um, all of my jobs this year in 2022, every one of them, of my professional jobs, have been for dancing. Dancing in a music video, dancing in a commercial, dancing, 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 dancing. I've, I've kind of uh, 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 started to brand myself as the old black guy that can still move. So uh, typecasting is not a bad thing. It leads you to getting more work. So the pandemic hit and I became very afraid of going on sets to, uh, to, uh, to work uh, because I didn't want to catch COVID. So I raised my fee dramatically, dramatically, of course. It meant that I stopped getting all of those large number of jobs that I used to get. But when I did get a job, I got paid very, very well for it. Um, and also in the pandemic, that meant that the number of self-tapes that were required for auditioning and are still required for auditioning is massive, really big, 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 big uh, uh, number of self-tapes. I'm not that happy about that. I even talked about uh, my displeasure with that at uh, the last interview that I had uh, that can, you can uh, read at filmdearte.com. That's filmdearte.com. Um, but just this week, just this week, I signed on to a four-week workshop program by DeJohn Johnson called Self-Tapes That Book. And I'm hoping that this instruction is going to show me how to do a much better job and to embrace the self-tape. Uh, you can get more information about Dewan's um, program at thinkbiggercoaching.com. Thinkbiggercoaching.com. So my approach is real good at the entry level and the beginning of the unknown actor level. But if you want to go any further up in your acting, you need the agents and the managers because the breakdowns of the bigger jobs only are seen by then, them. My situation has been that I have had very, very weak representatives with the exception of one. And so I'm in need now that I'm at this level of, of performance, I'm in need of what is called an representatives that you love. So I'm taking a course, uh, Joanna's careeractivate.com insider system to see if I can secure high quality representation. So I do Hollywood performance for money. Basically, it's my job. But for my passion to express the things that I want to express, I do short films. I already told you about the second week of October with the short film marketing retreats that we do. In the first week of October, we are starting a new thing that is the creation of a short film in 48 hours. 
from September 30th to October 2nd, we will be creating the 2022 Rancho Cucamonga 48-hour film project. Now, this is a regional competition. Uh, our region is the Inland Empire. And the winner of each region all around the world, this, pro this project happens, the winner of each region will have their film compete at Filmapalooza. 2023 in Los Angeles it is this year. And so if we win in the Inland Empire, then we'll go to LA and compete at Filmapalooza. And the winners at Filmapalooza are then, their film is taken to the Festival de Cannes 2023 short film corner. However, even if we don't win our region, I will make sure that every artist that works on our production will receive at least one award from the world's film awards events. So everybody in our production company are going to win. We hope that you will come and join us in the first week of weekend of October. Uh, you can get more information about our 48-hour film project at 48ie.com. That's the Philippi Walker 48-hour film project in the Inland Empire. And info is at 48i as in inland and e as in empire Dot com. Please come join us. We're going to have a good time making some great art. So that's what I have to share with you for this story. You can contact me, and I hope that you will, at linktree slash Hollywood dot fill e. That's L I N K T R dot E E slash H-O-L-L-Y-W-O-O-D dot P-H-I-L-E. Our voicemail is 1-213-900-4875. Again, the voicemail is 213-900-4875. But the way I really hope that you will reach out to me is through email. And my email address is walkerentertaineracademy at gmail.com. W-A-L-K-E-R-E-N-T-E-R-T-A-I-N-E-R-A-C-A-D-E-M-Y at gmail.com. That's walkerentertaineracademy at gmail.com. This is Hollywood.Philly on the mic, and I thank you for listening. You're listening to Radio Theater for Your Soul with your host, Shanice C.L. Coleman. Working Hollywood performing talent, 
featured storyteller. He's an actor, an artist, an activist, a director, and more. Immersed in the entertainment industry in so many ways. Mr. Philip E. Walker. Yay! Also known as Phil E. His story is titled Hollywood.PhilE on the mic, which includes a Black History short documentary soundtrack, information on film marketing, his Hollywood career journey, and upcoming events where you can become a participant and support. To connect directly with featured storyteller Philip E. Walker, please email him at walkerentertaineracademy at gmail.com. Also via voicemail at 213-900-4875 and at Linktree slash Hollywood dot Phil E. And how you access Linktree is L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Hollywood dot Phil E. And Phil E is spelled P-H-I-L-E. And it's there where you will also find ways to connect with him via social media. He will respond as soon as possible. Now, if you missed any part of Philip E. Walker's story titled Hollywood.PhilE on the mic, please go back and listen anytime right here on Radio Theater for Your Soul as often as you like and wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also listen on our website at radiogathering.wixsite.com slash radiogathering slash podcast. And please follow us at Radio Gathering on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel for selected shows and snippets of all kinds of stories and all kinds of storytelling. Listeners, there's only one week left in our summer series, Season 8, here at Radio Theater for Your Soul. I know you've been listening, so please continue to do so and share your favorite story with someone you know. Maybe that story was just what the doctor ordered. It's a new story, and it's a new storyteller released every Saturday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time. But of course, you are welcome to join this storyteller gathering anytime. And finally, I sign off weekly with a poem or what I call a poetic offering. Sing loud, dance with confidence, project your speaking voice beyond the exit sign. You never know when someone is listening or watching or accepting your blessing because having talent really helps. But standing in your greatness, my dear, is more about impudent boldness, courage, nerve, and shamelessness. It has very little to do with your talent. Next to God, it is your power. Use it whenever possible. Then your talent won't be taken for granted. Then your life purpose 
might be realized. <laughs> that poetic offering is titled, It's Not All Talent, written by yours truly. This is Radio Theater for Your Soul, where storytellers gather around the mic. I am your host, Shanice L. Coleman, also known as Courageous Love. Thank you to God, the Most High. Thank you to my family, to my friends, to my ancestors, and you. Thank you so much for listening. It's Radio Theater for Your Soul. It's Radio Theater for Your Soul. With storytellers gather around the mic Come on, let's go Live readings, traditional Contemporary, original Scripted plays, film, and poetry With storytellers gather around the mic to be With your host Miss Shanice C.L. Coleman A.K.A. Courageous Love Always just a cut above Yeah Storytellers gather around the